We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox, 93.7 WEEI-FM HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Denver Broncos are interviewing Matt Patricia for their open defensive coordinator job. Patricia's job status with the Patriots has been in flux after last year's debacle as offensive play caller. I find it interesting because he is, he, he does just seem boxed out. And you talk to people with the organization over the course of the last couple months, and you get a lot of essentially like shoulder shrugs as to where he may go Next, because you can't keep him on the offensive side of the ball. If you try to move him to defense, you have two high-ranking assistants with Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick already on that side. He could go to the front office, but everyone I've spoken to believes that he really wants to coach. That was Phil Perry last night on NBC Sports Boston, Boston Sports Tonight. Before we knew that Matt Patricia was going to be rejected by the Broncos. He was just brought in for a pity interview. If you're just tuning in, Vance Joseph, now the defensive coordinator, I should say, <clears throat> squimmage of the Denver Broncos. So it's not Rex Ryan. It's not Matt Patricia, who also interviewed. Matt Patricia, I, I guess, is back here, although Ian Rappaport passed along last night. He's a former assistant of the New England Patriots. So I believe Tom confirm that well let's that's Curran what i was going to say we talked to tom curran in the three o'clock hour Mac is probably smarter at the line of squimmage squimmage well so that was part of our uh our interview and who that was am the I, highlight who am i to uh criticize anybody fumbling over words but what did what did tom curran have to say about matt patricia and where he stands now with the patriots i think he is at this juncture from what i've gathered kind of untethered He's he's not with the Patriots. They, you know, Robert Kraft, not on the record, but certainly characterized a level of respect for Patricia and Joe Judge as coaches and guys. So I don't think they're persona non grata, but I don't know if they have an exact role for him. I, I think that he would be a little bit radioactive if he were to have any involvement with the offense at all. The defense seems kind of set. Does he come back in an Ernie Adams role? I think he's exploring his options. And, you know, sometimes in the NFL you see favors done to keep guys' names, quote-unquote, in the mix. I'm not saying that that's what the Denver Broncos did with Patricia, but they very quickly hired Vance Joseph. So you do a favor for an agent, you do a favor for a, a, a coach, um, have him in for an interview, keeps his name in circulation, shows what his disposition is for getting another job. Um, it could have been that. It could have been concrete. So I, this was my first instinct when I saw Patricia was getting the interview last night. I go, it's a favor to Bill. Now, he brings in the agent component, which is interesting. Arkan brought up earlier, maybe it was Bill proving a point to Robert. Like, hey, do a, do a favor for me, Sean Payton, part of the Parcells coaching tree. They've done joint practices together before. Do a solid for me so I can take it to my owner, my boss, Robert Kraft, and say, see, other teams are interested in Matt Patricia. He does have value. 
Or maybe it's just Bill trying to make himself look better and proving that Matt Patricia has value around the league by Sean Payton doing him a solid. That's what I think is going on and why he got this pity interview last night, hours before the Broncos made their announcement this morning, making Vance Joseph their defensive coordinator. But all of that said, Curran does essentially confirm, as you said, he's untethered, which means he may not be back with the Patriots, and that is good news. Yeah, I think he'll be back with the Patriots because there will be... He's got nowhere else to go. He's a man without a country. So Bill's going to find some role for him. But I, I'm curious about something you said. You said Bill phoning Sean Payton and saying, hey, can you can you get this, you know, hypothetically, mm-hmm. we'll say. We can't confirm this. But that he's saying, hey, get Matt Patricia an interview. And then you said to make him look better, you mean Bill look better? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, not to make Matt Patricia look better. Okay. Although I guess it would make Matt look I better think, too. I think By it's more about, it would, yeah. yeah, I... I, I I think that's a side benefit. I would think that Bill is asking that favor on behalf of Matt because he knows that he put Matt Patricia in a horrible, horrible situation by be. asking him to do a job that he was not qualified at any level to do. Last it's a fair season. point. By I meant Bill, but it's a I, he could be doing it for Patricia. Like, as hey, well, yes. m- hey, Patricia, you're probably not going to get this job, but it's going to boost your profile a little bit after I completely decimated it for you <laughs> last season, and now you're toxic, you're radioactive. Nobody wants anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. So look, Arkan, you brought in the Robert Kraft thing, which I thought was an interesting angle to all of this. Like maybe it's maybe it's creating value so Robert Kraft will pay him to keep him around because the Lions aren't paying him anymore. Yeah, it could certainly be something like that. The Krafts, I always thought, liked Patricia. I think that uh, there was even talk of him taking over for Bill someday, not last year, but the year before that when he was the assistant. I mean, there was, there was rumblings about that. Like that may be the track for him. And, you know, we talk about all – how Mac Jones got screwed up by all of this, but Matt Patricia in a lot of ways did too. Like whatever his recovery, whatever his second act was going to be, kind of pushing him into this offensive thing that he was really mal-suited for has, I think, decimated any potential future options for him. I mean, we'll see if anybody else gives him an interview. There's still some teams out there that need coordinators, but, you know, he could still be a defensive coordinator in the NFL after being a failed head coach. This, this return to New England, I think, really torpedoed him. Yeah. How good of a coordinator is he? Like, we talked about this earlier, and I, I should land this plane. I said anybody could have won in 2014 with that defense. Darrell Revis and Chandler Jones and Dante Hightower, and, like, they bring in Brandon Browner. They still had McCourty. Like, that was an awesome defense. I, I think there's a case to be made that 2014, not to go down this road that we just went down with the 08 Celtics, way back machine, and story time. But I think there's a case we made the 04, or excuse me, the 14 Patriots. Watch out, you're inviting basketball calls. I, I am. The 14 Patriots are the most underappreciated team among all the Patriots championship teams. Like that team, I think, stacks up very well with the 04 Patriots, which is greater than the 07 Patriots. I think the 14 Patriots would have beaten the 07 Patriots as well. That team was great offensively, great defensively. But we don't need to go down that road. Please, uh, let's not. Patricia, <laughs> Patricia to me, I, I could have coordinated the 14 defense. He did coordinate the defense in 17 that got lit up by Nick Foles and almost got beaten by Blake Bortles in the AFC title game. Brian Flores came in in 2018, and the defense looked better the second Patricia left. He did coordinate a good defense in 2016. They were the number one defense in the NFL. They were getting smoked by Matt Ryan and the Falcons and losing 28-3, to although seven of those points were a pick six from Brady. That was a good showing by him. But how good of a defensive coordinator was he? Eh, he, he was, has two Super Bowls. He was fine. 
He has two Super Bowls. But I could have so, won the 2014 okay. one. I'm yeah, just but saying, in terms like, of the job market, that makes you a valuable right. uh, person to well, get hired. I, th- you know? I think to Arkan's point, I'm not this, sure it shows, does. this shows how what a hit his career has taken because of what Bill asked him to do okay, last but, season. But hang on. But it, him not getting a defensive coordinator job predates the offensive stuff last year. Like, he lost the Lions job. If everybody was lining up to give him a coordinator job, he could have taken right, it somewhere but, else in the but league. coaches lose head coaching jobs all the time their first go-around. I know, but my point is, no one wanted him. The only person who wanted him back was Bill. Right. Nobody else looked at it and said, oh, Patricia's out of a job? Well, he wasn't a good head coach, but bring him in as a coordinator. That does happen all the time. No one lined up and did that with Patricia. Well, I mean, maybe Bill was the first one to go, oh, someone else is paying you? Why don't you come over here? <laughs> maybe. Come back, come back to Papa. <laughs> maybe. And Patricia gets to still make his salary, and maybe there's some of that. He would have gotten that with the coordinator, too. Uh, the coordinator role as well. I, I don't know that there was a big appetite. Uh, not meant ironically. I don't know that there, that there was a big appetite to bring in Patricia elsewhere as a coordinator. I haven't seen it yet, other than this fake sham interview that he did last night. Yeah, and and again, fake sham. I think it was Bill propping it up, trying to put a little extra shine on his reputation. But uh, how far does that even go? Like, if you're looking to fill a defensive coordinator job right now, are you really looking at, oh, Matt Patricia, oh, forgot about him. You know, that's a guy I haven't thought of. He was, like, Rex Ryan was also up for that defensive oh. coordinator job in Denver. I don't know. Yeah, well, how does Rex Ryan get that interview? By, so, like, does that make Rex Ryan's profile different? A, a little bit. I have a th- Really? I, well, in turn, I don't know. Is he doing a negotiation with ESPN or something like that? Like, so it might be leverage. I mean, you see this with, with people all the time. Sean Payton and Ryan working together? Ryan's ESPN. What was Payton on? Uh, Fox. Fox. Oh, he was Fox. Fox. Okay, never mind. But well, I mean, they're all they're both. They're both TV guys. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah, how I got the interview. Famous. That's how I got the interview. But bro. here's the thing: I, I feel like leverage in television, anyway, typically works as my name's in the mix. But do you have to actually have to follow through and do the interview? Did Rex actually interview? So, like, I, my I wonder if if Sean Payton's doing Rex a solid too by giving him more leverage with ESPN or whatever, or, or, you know, just giving him some leverage that I could go back to the NFL. Gruden did that for years before he finally went back to the NFL regrettably so uh urban meyer is like still doing it uh, before he took that job with the jaguars he was doing that in college football for years so i guess those guys eventually went back but that that was where my brain went with rex but if sean payton's really considering rex ryan maybe he's not all that far off from really considering patricia i just i don't buy it i didn't buy it the second i saw the report i always thought this was fake it's somebody call bill calling in a favor and payton doing it but for even him. the favor like how effective is it is my point and it doesn't seem like it would I don't think that that would sway a lot of coaches to look at it and go. Maybe not, but it's something. Well, geez, it puts his if name they're it's, considering Matt Patricia. It's something to help distance yourself a teeny tiny bit. It might not be a lot, and we can debate how much, but it's something to put a little bit of distance between the offensive debacle and creating some value around his name. Yeah, that's all. I think it's just going to take more time than that uh, to get probably. away from this to get the stink off you. Rex Ryan did interview yeah so i don't know if he's actually interviewing maybe he really did want the job i feel like you just get your name out there you don't have to actually interview though if you're interviewing i feel like you're halfway serious he told espn that he would only leave for like the perfect opportunity the perfect job but again maybe it is leverage and and that's when by the way when i say if you're halfway serious if you interview that's for rex ryan for patricia he's he the man has no other options jones i can't believe you didn't think of this this text line has a take that i think you're gonna love what is it the 207 what it, read it to me. Where is it? Matt Patricia is equal to Belichick before Brady. Two rings as a coordinator and a failed head coach first go round. I mean, hmm. I, I wouldn't say we we hmm. look. <laughs> what's the name? Well, we, hmm. we mock we mock the Belichick boat all the time, right? 
What's the name of the Belichick? What's the name of Patricia's boat? What's two what's, rings? What's he up to? It's a jet ski. Yeah. It's, so he's he's got the two rings, which is what Bill could have had when he was in New York, which sounds ridiculous, right? <laughs> what could McDan? What would McDaniel's boat be? Is McDaniel's like twenty eighth and offense? Is he six? Like how many is how many is McDaniel's? Like all of it sounds ridiculous at the end of the day. But yes, I guess I guess Matt Patricia right now, is as accomplished as Bill Belichick was before he ever linked up with Brady. Fair point. Yes. You're pretending like you're not disappointing yourself that you didn't come oh, up with that on no, your own. No, I, I would have appreciated that, but we have kind of tiptoed around it, but that, that's a better way of wording it. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't love the job Patricia did as a coordinator. I didn't love him as a coordinator. Like, I thought Flores was a better coordinator, I guess is what I'm saying when I I know you're talking about did. the 2017 team. I guess how much of that has to do with, but no, with the, but, the interpersonal but all, stuff? All those teams. With, with players. What do you mean? Like Patricia uh, huffing his chest out, that yeah. sort of thing? Yeah, I think that's part of the reason he doesn't have a job. And I think that's more to do with his time in Detroit than with the Patriots, right? I, he didn't seem to leave a good mark on players in Detroit. Right. I haven't heard as much. Darius Slay's still talking about it. But I'm saying, I don't, what do you think is a bigger check mark against Patricia? or uh, Mark against him. Thank you. Yeah. Mark against him. Is it his time in Detroit or his time on offense last his year? His time on offense Easy. by yeah, his far. Time on offense. I don't think I think it's Detroit. Oh, really? I, I'm with Arkin. I think, I think it's Detroit, Detroit as well. Oh, that's I where he alienated everybody. Yeah, that's where that's he was doing a job no one on thought he would be good at, and he wasn't good at it. He, when he was in Detroit, he like I mean he was very I mean, toxic trust me, there. Yeah, the offense leaves a mark. Of course it does. But I, I think the bigger mark is Detroit. I mean that was a debacle. I feel like what happened in Detroit is not. They as were both. They're un- both debacles. So I guess not as unusual as what happened. True. In New England the second True. time around. But I guess, how many people around the league look at it and blame Patricia for him failing on offense? Well, I think it just makes him look like, I'm sorry, it makes him look dumb. Like, it, him standing out there and calling that offense, it made him look stupid and incompetent. Nope. And it, that's Bill's fault. He's he's definitely that. Matt <laughs> Patricia, noted napper, by the way. <laughs> Is he? I have no idea. <laughs> I doubt it. He just tucks his face down into his beard. Coaches, in fairness, I don't think coaches could take a lot of naps, but that Matt would be a Patricia good... Matt Patricia is equal to Belichick before Brady two ring-ding snack kicks. Okay, now we know who texts that in. Damn it! Hot take bot again, Jones. Hot take bot is going to take this job. Hot I can take... feel it. <laughs> uh, but what was I just going to say? Oh, that would be a good way to nap, though. Just block out the light by yeah. flipping your beard just right up over your it Put it. Put some in your ears it's to true. block you could... out the noise, like cotton. Some call it game planning. Matt Patricia, that was nap time. It's a darkness retreat. Oh God. A darkness we retreat. Get into that? Maybe we should get into that. Plus, I, I want to get into the latest on Tom Brady. Is there a little teeny tiny opening for Tom Brady to return to? Oh, I don't know. His childhood favorites, the San Francisco 49ers. Let's get to it after trending. with. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are back to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you 
for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. He still might though, he still might change something. There's still time to come back, Tom Brady. And it's Jones and Mego with Arcan. We're here until 6. We got Endgame coming up yeah, about 20 minutes from now, so stay tuned for it. All your phone calls, 617-779-7937. I want to get to whether or not that door is still ajar for Brady in a moment, but just real quick. Arcan, did you tweet out a link, Paul Pierce-related? Did I see this earlier? Yes. Okay, and what does that link say? It says that Paul Pierce is one of the most clutch players, or is the most clutch player in NBA history, by definition. Do you know what the definition is in this list? Um, yeah, it's like the last, uh, basket of a game. And I think he had like 12 points. I was reading another one. Now I'm, I'm pulling the thing back up here. It is defined as who hits the buzzer beater or sets up the buzzer beater. Or sets it up. Yeah. Which is not exactly what we were talking about now, is it, Mego? That's an assist. That's an assist. That is not hitting the game winning shot. So Paul Pierce has seven of those. Mm -hmm. I was told he was greater than Michael Jordan in this statistic is what I was told. In the points. Yes. Not in the actual shots. I was wrong about that. I didn't read it that closely, but still, yeah, seven is a lot. It's a lot more than Jason Tatum. Assist means he gives up the ball and somebody else hits the game-winning shot? Sure. Okay, just checking. Mm -hmm. Seven for Pierce. Seven! Michael Jordan has nine. Greater than. Uh, Kobe Bryant has eight. Uh, Pierce is tied also with... Also more than Pierce. Pierce is tied with Joe Johnson. Mm -hmm. Wow. Joe Johnson uh, or no, Jason Tatum? No, 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 I'm wrong. Joe Johnson has eight. I'm sorry. Pierce is behind Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson or Jason Tatum? Uh, I would go with Tatum. Arkan, I think by your logic, you're stuck yeah, with Joe Johnson, unfortunately. Joe Sticking with Joe. Uh, Pierce is tied with LeBron, who LeBron's a better player, but I don't picture LeBron as a particularly clutch game-winning uh, shot taker or maker. I don't particularly think of him as that. That's not his specialty. No, right? That's not what he's known well, for. I thought no. Jason Tatum was really clutch in the finals last year, so uh, <laughs> you guys are really uh, I'm just, right I'm just on there. Uh, remember all the championships that the Celtics won with Paul Pierce as their lead player? Remember that? Yeah, I do too. Weren't a lot. No, there were there were none. So, look. It wasn't his fault. Finals last year, that was Jason Tatum. I remember fault. Pierce quitting against the Pacers. I mean, if we're going to if we're gonna hold certain things against people, I remember Pierce just tapping out in the series against the Pacers. I'm sorry, I didn't know that I was talking about the 2022 Celtics <laughs> being better than the 2008 Celtics. Game on the line. I'm actually with Mego on this. I would take Tatum over Pierce. I would. How uh, many game-winning shots did he have on that list? I missed that. I don't know. He's, he's in his fifth year in the league, Arkan. Pierce All played right. for like 20 years. All right. Do you consider Jason Tatum this clutch end-of-game uh, shooter, finisher? I don't. I think he'll finish with more game-winning shots than Pierce, which will make him more clutch. Is he more clutch right now? He hasn't hit more game-winners. No. That's it. Uh, we'll check in in 12 years. We'll I don't, see where we're at. I don't think Tatum is particularly clutch. I got to be honest. I think Pierce clutch is a little overrated, too. I, I, he missed a ton. I was at a million of those games. In tw 2009, 2010, Huge 2011. Brag. It was a humble brag. Uh, he hit a couple of those little elbow jump shots. Fine. A little step back. You know how many I watched him miss? You know how many of those he missed and then the game just went to overtime? Like a bazillion of them. So I, I don't know. I think Pierce as a clutch shooter is a little overrated. But we can dig in deeper on those numbers. But that list is not what it was presented as. Pierce not. Are you willing to say that Pierce not greater than Jordan? Uh, shooter at the end, sure. Okay. Overall clutch player, I'd still go with Pierce. 
<laughs> he set up those those big baskets. What? Beautiful pass. That's right. We weren't talking He's about got who's, that court vision. We weren't talking about who set up somebody else's game winner. I didn't no, realize I didn't, that was the conversation. I, don't remember, I didn't. I didn't think we were talking about who would you want to pass the yes. ball to the person shooting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize that was part. Which of Which case, it. I probably wouldn't go with Tatum because I mean, he makes some real bad passes. Jordan had a couple time. of good ones. Jordan did. I was going to say yeah. Paxson, Kerr. Yeah, like it's not like Jordan didn't have them. Sure. I don't remember. And those Pierce, were clutch plays, by yeah, the way. I don't remember Pierce doing that in the NBA Finals. But anyway, whatever. A list that has Paul Pierce ahead of Jordan is a bad list. I just say by default. Uh, but that's me. Agree to disagree. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. So on Brady, Florio uh, fanned these flames earlier, and I'll, I'll tell you what, Curran didn't like totally shut it down. Curran said he's got stuff going on in his personal life that are the priority. But I, I said, Tom, if you don't even want to entertain this question. Don't entertain it. Just shut it down. We're at the end of the interview. You can you can just say, no, he's done. He's nice not playing. Nice to have that option. Yeah, and he he entertained it a little bit. So maybe Brady's going to stay retired, but Florio fanned these flames today and said, because Brock Purdy's surgery is delayed, Garoppolo's likely leaving. Maybe here, according to Chris Gasper. Maybe, uh, maybe Garoppolo's in play here and they could trade back. Hmm. But And then there's that other one. The Trey Lance, who I do keep, I, I <laughs> keep I, forgetting. Well, their number, their their first round. Honestly, draft it's easy honest, to forget him. I mean, no, no, no. Honestly, this time I was going to get to him, but earlier in the show, okay. I a hundred percent forgot about. It's so him. funny because it's it's been so unfortunate for him. But the idea is that's funny. The Niners, because Purdy, who they were planning on going to next year, is delayed now in his surgery. Maybe that reopens the door for the Niners to really press him, and I think independent of that. Brady has heard the Mahomes stuff over the last couple of weeks. And this is just conjecture on my end, and this is what I asked Tom yeah, Curran but about. Curran, yeah, he played ball with this. I just think now that there's this debate going on, and people dismiss it, many people laugh at it. I know a lot of you out there laugh at it. 617-779-7937. The idea of comparing Brady and Mahomes is laughable to a lot of you. How do you think Brady feels about it? And I don't think it's a personal thing with Mahomes. Mahomes was on his podcast, the Let's Go podcast, the same one that Belichick was on. And Gronk and Oprah and everybody else, there were like a bazillion people on that podcast. So I don't think it's like a personal thing with Mahomes where he's like, oh, screw you. You think you're going to catch me? I think it's about the debate and the conversation. And it's like, wait a minute. Two weeks ago, before Mahomes won or whatever it is, I didn't really have anything to prove to anybody. I was the unquestioned GOAT. I had seven championships. Mahomes was at one. If the Eagles win that Super Bowl, maybe there's no reason to come back. But Brady was highly motivated when he left New England to stick it to Bill, maybe stick it to Robert, prove a point to the rest of the league that I am no system quarterback. I can go somewhere else and win. I don't need them. They needed me. And, and he, then he brought the New England system down. Oh, we proved his point in a big way. The system, the system was it's not a system. It's Brady. There is no New England system. It's Brady. That's been exposed, by the way. There's no system. It's just you had the greatest play. Did the Bulls have a system? No. Triangle the Bull, offense. The Bulls, did that. that's so overrated. They <laughs> Tom Brady is the system. Exactly. Thank you. They didn't have a system. They just had, they had Jordan. The, the triangle offense never worked anywhere else. Uh, Phil Jackson brought it to the Lakers. It was a special time and place. With Shaq and Kobe. It worked when you had great players, all-time great players. So, like, the, the triangle offense didn't keep working when they didn't have Jordan in between. When it was Scottie Pippen dare you and Luke Longley, right? when it was Luke Longley and you know Ron Harper clutch? and Scottie Pippen, you and want to talk about clutch? They didn't win anything without Jordan. Triangle offense is clutch. That's true, but so anyway, passes you can make in that. So like Brady was motivated in 2021. He was more 2020. I'm sorry, and, and he stuck it to them. Maybe he's motivated again, and maybe this opened the door a little bit. It's a long way of saying, and too long of a way of saying. So my apologies. I think Brady's more motivated now than he was two weeks ago before Mahomes won. And it has nothing to do with Mahomes specifically. It has anything, everything to do with the conversation. 
Do you think he's more likely now to return that Mahomes has won than he was two weeks ago? Yeah. If we're talking purely football, yes. Because this is like a habit that I think he's created for himself for the last over 22 years of how am I motivating myself this year? How am I finding a chip on my shoulder about something? What comment am I taking personally? This is how these great elite athletes who do it for a long time, how they're wired. And I don't think you can just deprogram yourself overnight because you decide to retire. However, I do think that the off-field stuff, the personal turmoil, where he's at in his life, it's just like a certain level of exhaustion where it would only be the Niners. He's a single father. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I I think a lot of the personal life stuff is overrated personally, but that's me. I know. I'm talking about, like, mental, emotional health. Like, I I think think what he went through. but, But the Niners, that's a place, his childhood team, he could go play every home game in front of his parents. That kind of stuff means something to him. So I feel like that would be the only situation. Okay, so so because it's the Niners specifically, exactly. you think it's more likely. And, and because they're positioned with him, boom, Super Bowl. Yeah, and we all, we all when we asked this earlier, of course, of course Brady can still win a championship on that team. You guys said Derek yeah, Carr could win stacked. on that team. Yeah, I think they could. I think he could too. And I think it makes sense now for the 49ers. The Niners have always been very steadfast this entire time about we're not going with some old quarterback. We can win with whoever. We can win with Jimmy. We can win with Purdy, even though they haven't. But they believe that they can. You know, Shanahan's pretty arrogant and sort of almost Belichickian in that way, And if you want to uh, put it that way. But it does make sense for them now if Purdy's hurt and Garoppolo's out the door and Trey Lance is whatever he is, they're not sure they can even put him on the field, then eventually they're going to have to do something. And even if they don't want some veteran quarterback for like a long time, it's not like they have to trade for Aaron Rodgers or trade for Lamar Jackson. You just sign Brady for whatever he, you know, for whatever he wants, and uh, you're good. And you're probably going to win. So it makes sense for them, too. Yeah, I just, I, I think, again, I, I can see him getting competitive over this. It's like, oh, you thought Bill was more important than me? F you, I'm going to Tampa and I'm winning. Oh, you think Mahomes is greater than me? You think it's a debate? I'll show up at age 46 and I'll go play for the Niners and I'll win my third, uh, my, sorry, my eighth championship on my third team. Oh, what are we doing? And I'll prove my point. So everybody shut up. I think it's more about the discussion than anything else. But I do think that door is getting cracked open a little bit more. Never mind that he's not going to TV this year. Like that door, mm. that door remains open. He's not doing TV for another year, which is wild. Wild that Fox is going to sit by him for another year. So what else is he going to do? He didn't make it five weeks he's, into retirement before he's losing come back. his mind. He's gonna, I agree. Of course he's, he's going to come, come back, back is what it is. Yes, I, I think so too. TV, would if he had committed to, all right, I'm stepping into the booth. Maybe I'm not a team with uh, Burkhart. Olsen can have that spot. But just that, what, is he going to spend a year going to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting to up his <laughs> his TV training? I don't think so. He's going to go crazy, and he's going to come I back. mean, he does have, like, five different companies. Mm-hmm. He's got Brady Brand. He's got TB12. He's got his production company. He's going to dive into all of those. He's he doesn't got wanna, a hand in each of them. He doesn't want to be Elon Musk, where he spread himself too thin, and now he's got Twitter over here, and you can't focus on Tesla over there. <laughs> the Brady Mobile, SpaceX. <laughs> you know, like he just—he's got too many things going on. You don't want to. You don't want to be. Won't take him a year to learn how to TikTok. He's got to—he's got to focus on it. That TikTok's is TikTok's not going to be in America in a year. What are you talking about? We can only uh, hope. Real quick, can I hear a Riddick from earlier today on the pressure that's on the Patriots this offseason? And I do think this is an interesting question about. What the Patriots have to do. You called this a big splash, Mego, and I, I like the way you worded it better than, than he did. He Thank ranked, you. He ranked the top five teams this offseason, and who needs to make the biggest splash? He had the Patriots coming in at number three. Number three, let's just stay in the AFC East because the New England Patriots, this is a big season for y'all. Mm. 
This is a big season for y'all. What you saw happen to Mac Jones last year, both on the field and on the sidelines, where, where he showed just how frustrated he was with the operation that he was having to work with in terms of the play callers and the people that were in his ear is totally unacceptable. It's unacceptable by Mr. Kraft's standards. It's unacceptable by Bill Belichick's standards. It's unacceptable by Patriot Nation's standards. Look, Bill O'Brien now, he needs to settle things down for Mac Jones. They need to get Mac Jones a bonafide number one wide receiver yep. to really go ahead and take the top off the defense and let Mac really you know, expand upon his skill set and see where he can take them. This is a big offseason for them, a very big offseason for them offensively. So do you agree they need to win the offseason, Mego? They need to make a big splash. Make a big splash. This win the offseason stuff, I don't like it because the most important thing in most cases that you're going to do in an offseason, unless you're making an incredible trade or free agent signing, which only a few teams can do each offseason, a very small number of teams, is all about your draft. And we're going to sit here and grade the draft, I'm sure, after the draft happens. And Probably. we're going to mock certain picks, and I'll exalt others, and you'll mock all of them. Yep. But I'll mock them all. That's you true. Really can't, you really can't evaluate a draft until, in most cases, a couple seasons out. Unless you're some of these other teams who hit on a wide receiver immediately, like yeah. Justin Jefferson like or something Day one, like you're that. like, oh, yeah, Justin Jefferson's yeah, okay, pretty good. Okay, he's pretty yeah. good. good yeah, that's going to be a good draft. Uh, but so this win the offseason stuff, I kind of hate, but... They've already made great strides in terms of remedying what the major issue was last year, which was the coaching on the offensive side and trying to rebuild trust with Mac Jones. But yes, this is an incredibly important offseason across the board. And I'll I'll just make the point, again, the last time they won the offseason, and it wasn't a big splash, it was, you know, the Hunter Henry, John U. Smiths of the world. Judon was a high-end signing for them. Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, these level of guys. The last time they won the offseason, at least in terms of total spending... They did get a shot in the arm. They did They did go from the Cam Newton year, what were they, 7-9 and nine that year, to a 10-win team with Mac Jones. So I do think that winning the offseason can give you a boost. You know, teams that top spending tend to get a boost in year one. It catches up to them in year two. They go crashing right back down like the Patriots did, but it can give you a shot in the arm. You know, my, my big takeaway from this list, when you look at the full thing, Lou Riddick had the Bears number one need to win the offseason. Number two was the Las Vegas Raiders. Number three was the Patriots. Number four is the Jets. Number five was, I'm trying to remember now, the Colts. So, like, think of the company you're keeping. I'm higher on the Jets roster than a lot of Patriots fans are out there. But you guys all think the Jets stink and I'm an idiot and blah, blah, blah. I just sat here saying that I thought that the Jets had really not, elite talent. Not you two. I'm now, t- I'm now talking, okay. I'm well, talking, talking to the listeners. You're looking at I'm me. looking at you, but I'm talking to the listeners. I apologize. So, like... The Jets, the Bears, the Raiders, the Colts. That's the company you keep. That's where you are now. Not great. That's you. In Lou Riddick's eyes, that's you. And I guess that's my bigger takeaway. He just lumps you in with the Bears and the Jets and the Raiders. And that, to me, is not a great sign of where you're at. No, it's not. And it also goes to show that, you know, these are other teams here. The Colts have tried to do splashy stuff. They brought in two quarterbacks in the last two years, and they were both pretty big-name quarterbacks. It's not like these teams haven't tried to win the offseason in the past. It just It's hard, you know? Like, it's not an easy thing to do when you get into the business of free agency and trades and who's your quarterback and bringing in a new quarterback. Like, all that stuff's very – there's a very high rate of failure when it comes to that type of rebuild. And you 
see it over and over. For 20 years, we saw it in the AFC East. Teams trying to rebuild and beat the Patriots, and they couldn't do it. And it wasn't because, you know, Brady was so great. It was part of it. It's just really hard, and those teams were incompetent. We'll see if uh, if the Patriots can, can break that. But I just think that they're up against it, really. I mean, they have all the factors going against them that all these other bad teams also have. Like, look, I, I just think that's not where you want to be. You don't want to be where you have to spend and do this, but that's where they're at. That's the reality of it. It and is I, progress, though, when we're talking about when you, you talked about two off-seasons ago, yep. the big free agency spend. The roster's in a better spot now than it was two years ago. Yeah, that that roster was a mess. Yeah, this like, roster, that roster was full of holes. This, this roster's roster, not great. It's not great, but it's, but it's better it's, than that it's roster. It's not in the shape that one was in. They also, this, had, a lot more, they also had a lot more money to spend that Yeah, year. but you have yeah. cash that you can spend now. And I mean, as you said, you always, hey, you, you can always restructure do. some of these guys. Uh, oh, 100%. Hey, you can restructure some of these guys. You definitely can. You're in a position where you can go out and grab you a saw few the... guys for big money rather than spreading out money across a lot of guys. Yeah, or you can cut guys. The Titans just freed up $30 million like that, right? What The Rams just really – and sometimes you got to do it with a good player, but you can free up money in two seconds. The Rams just did it with Bobby Wagner. Like, you, you can do it in a heartbeat. But, yes, they. I'm just saying right now, like, they had way more cap space then, but you can create more cap space. Do I 100% you think agree. Arkan's big splash – is franchise tagging John Jones. <laughs> Should be. It's a lot of money. <laughs> that was his move. Speaking of a big splash, this uh, this Twitter poll is not going. It's Jonesian. What? Oh, God. It's Jonesian for, for me. you. Yes, for you. It's it's downright Jonesian. Let it's me, the uh, wording of it. It's the verbiage which you pitched. Ask Al better questions. I, did, I didn't do this. I didn't know. Who you created this. this tweet? I, I did. Yeah, Ryan did. I didn't also, do this. Also, people didn't like the dunk video. People are people are being oh, mean. Yeah, people like, are literal idiots. I love the dunk video. I love the dunk video too. I love the the swing video yesterday. I can't wait to see what Arkan has cooked up for tomorrow. But I I love it. But anyway, side uh, topic. In a seven game series, who do you think wins? The two thousand eight Celtics are are at a seventy nine percent clip. Seventy eight point five. We'll round that up. That's not as lopsided as yours. It's not, but it is. Jo- it's taste. Jonesian. That's Jonesian. 21.5 for the 2023 Celtics. People haven't heard my Meg tricks. If it was rewarded, yeah, though. I, you know, I couldn't fit all that into one tweet. Your pages and pages yeah, of, of true, Statolini True stuff. shooting. Uh, what else Offensive is in there? Offensive efficiency. Yeah, that's that's hard to squeeze into. you got to get Twitter blue to fit all that in. But uh, if we rewarded it and it said 2023, if the Celtics win in 2023, should they be considered greater than the 2008 Celtics? I bet you would have fared better in that poll. Mm-hmm. I don't think you would have won it, but you would have. How about you who's more talented? You wouldn't be Jonesian level because right now you're at Jonesian level. Whatever, I That's, can live with it. It's never a great place to be. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. It is Rich Keefe and I believe Andy Hart. I think I just saw Andy Hart roaming the hallways. They come your way at six o'clock, so jump in line for them. On the way next, we'll wrap things up with Endgame. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. W-E-E-I. Y'all want to play a f***ing game? Game over, man. Game over. You little punk. Endgame is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Don't waste time trying to get rid of your older, broken car. Cars for Kids is the easiest and the fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. That's cars with a K. Uh, since Mega won yesterday, I decided to uh, make most of the endgame questions today about her Celtics take, about the 2008 Celtics Ooh. versus the 2023 Celtics. So here's some uh, Celtics trivia. And since Mego trivia. has oh, no. not stopped badgering me, I made oh, yes. a new poll that you can all go vote I didn't on. I ask you to do oh, that. Oh, my God. It was nonstop during the break. No one was, I couldn't believe it. It was heavily suggested. Heavily just. Mm, 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 yep. Mm, mm. It was. That's all you needed to say. So there's a new poll up. 
uh, at Jones and Mego. If the 2023 Celtics win a championship, should they be considered greater than the 2008 Celtics? Yup or nope. Yep or nope. Well, there yeah, we go. got or that nope. second poll up. Vote, yes. a, vote away. And hopefully it's hopefully it's Jonesian again is what I'm hoping for. I think it'll be Jonesian. <laughs> Very good. All right. Here's your first end game question, Jones and Mego. Do you have uh, utensils to write in and Check. things to write on? Very good. All right. Yes. Um, the 2023 Boston Celtics have one player that's played in all 59 games. Who is that player? Say it again. One Boston Celtic in this season, 2023 Boston Celtic, has played in all 59 games so far this year. Who is that Celtic? Which Boston Celtic has played in every game of the season? Only one. Well, now I'm second. Jones looks like he has no idea. Well, I think I do, but now I'm second-guessing myself. But I think I know. Okay. I can tell you it's not Robert Williams. (laughs) What? So scratch that off if you wrote that. I, I can tell you that I've been doing my DPOY database, and I know it's not Marcus Smart. I'm very. It's uh, also not Marcus Smart. You're right about that. Very much dug in on those numbers. So by process of elimination. All right. Looks like they're both done uh, writing there. I'll ask the question one more time. The 2023 Boston Celtics have one player that's played in all 59 games thus far. Megan, you won yesterday. Who do you have? I put down Derek White. Derek White is correct. That's what I put. Derek as well. White is correct, and Jones got it too. Good job, guys. I was. Hell yeah. Is that the first time you've ever both got the question right? It might uh, be. Oh, probably. That might be it. Yeah. What a uh, so look, Grant look at this. Grant Williams missed the game. That's a that's a good celebration. It is. Grant Williams missed the game. I was starting the to Jordan second guess myself smarter. there. Grant Williams missed the game. Interesting. Yes, uh, Grant Williams has missed the game. Hauser's been benched. I was like, I bet I bet Hauser's only sne- missed two games. I was gonna say I bet Hauser's sneaky played in like a crap ton of games. Mm-hmm. But okay, Derek White and Jason Tatum has played in fifty five of the fifty nine games. But Derek White's the only one yeah, well, who's played in all of them. Well, he famously sat the Milwaukee game that, that he should have played in. So yes, that one I, that one I knew he missed. All right, let's go back to two thousand and eight. What do you say? Um, this Celtics reserve on the 2008 team shocked the Lakers with 21 points in Game 2 of the NBA Finals. This Celtics reserve on the 08 team shocked the Lakers. His 21 points were shocking to the Lakers in Game 2 of the NBA Finals. I'm pretty sure I know this, but Who I'm, came not, off I'm the not positive. The 08 Celtics. It now, was Arcan- also, the answer is not Robert Williams this time. <laughs> Arcan- or Marcus I think I talked to this guy. Didn't Arkan say he was going to ask everything about the 2008 Celtics and then the first question was about this year's Celtics? No, I said it was about this, uh, them versus this. That's what you Celtics. said? Okay, yes. I, I, then you know what? I, I, Shut I'm up, a, Jones. I was a poor listener. My mistake. I All thought right. I was listening very carefully. I, I, I like think I know who it is, bold but I'm not prediction. Get it right. Well, I, well, then maybe I'll take back what I was about to say. For my, I was going to say this might be the first time we both get two questions right. That would be amazing. That would be no, amazing. I don't think I have they're it. Jones smarter. needs nap time. <laughs> he doesn't take pot pipe. Down. All right, looks like they're done writing. So I'll ask the question again. This Celtics reserve and the O A team shot the Lakers with 21 points in Game Two of the NBA Finals. Uh, Jones, who you got? That, of course, would be Leon Powell. Leon Powell or Leon Poe oh. is uh, absolutely correct. Well, Leon, Leon Powell is what Phil, Phil Jackson what called him. That's right? what he put, called him, yes. I just put down Perk. Mm. It was not Perk. Mm, not Perk. Perk's a starter Lame. for that team. Well, there goes the perfect game. We were working <laughs> we yeah. were working on a perfect game there. I thought, you know. Way to go, Mego. I didn't want to talk to her. She didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> you know, don't go over by them. They're working on a perfect no, game. No, actually, and then we... what we're looking for right now is I can tie it up. Uh, you could. You can tie it up. That would require me getting you one could. wrong, though. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take a nap today, so I feel pretty good Pretty good about my brain. Uh, well, maybe you're going to wish you did, Jones, because this question is uh, about naps. According to pronappers.org, oh 
Is this They're, professional nappers? This is not all about the Celtics. I told you you were lying nappers. about this. I said the first two. Okay, I didn't say all of them. Talk to an NBA player because they nap before every game. Not all about the Celtics. Shut up, Jones. According to pronappers.org, there are four kinds of naps. Name oh, as many as you can. Wait, there are four types of naps? Four types of naps. Are we talking about nicknames or... According to pronappers.org, there's four kinds of naps. Name Jeez. them. Getting tired of you yeah, today. I bet, did you nap today? No. I bet you did. I bet you're just lying. You I have wish. A, you have a kid. I bet you napped. Yeah, no, he was not letting that happen today. Do I sound, do I sound like I've napped today? I'm very irritable. But that's also mostly your fault, both of you. <laughs> Um, okay, according to pronappers.org. Yeah, yeah, we need more time. I'm sorry. How, many, sorry. Are, how sorry. many are we supposed to Chill out, bossy four pants. Four types of naps. Four? Name as many types of naps as you can. <laughs> of the four, <laughs> if you can get them. Uh, man. I got... I only have three, and I'm pretty sure none are right. Okay, I got four. All right, Mego's got four. Joan says he has three. Might only need three. Might only need one. Uh, according to pronappers.org, there are four kinds of naps. Yeah, Name as many any. of them as you can. Mego, let's start with you since you need this. Okay, I got coffee nap. Coffee nap, that's not one of them. That no. does not feel like one, yeah. Wrong. Really? You never heard of a coffee nap? I feel like coffee and nap are in yeah, antithetical. I'm, I'm okay, in. I'll I, explain it after. I okay. hate to agree with Arcan on this, but I'm with Arcan. <laughs> power Arcan nap? On this. It's like a cocaine Ooh, nap. Oh, power like, nap. That's got to be power one. Power nap is one of them. That is correct. That's so a 10 stupid. to 30 minute nap is called a power nap. Stupid Jones, I should have yes. got power nap. Disco nap. No disco nap. Damn. <laughs> Although I like the sound of that. Yeah, uh, about this one? Sexy nap. Sexy nap should be on here, but it is not, okay. unfortunately. All right, you got power nap. That was one. Jones, what did you I should have got power nap. How the hell I didn't get power nap? <laughs> I wrote cat nap. Cat nap is, it, there's, a, there's one on here that could be a cat nap, but it's not what it's called, so I'm going to say that's wrong. Wait, what is Ryan yelling about? Is he on my side? This website's crap. Don't you don't have cat naps? Cat nap. This can't be right. This is pronappers.org. <laughs> pronappers.org. This my tax dollars right. going to this. If this is people in favor of napping or if they're professional nappers. All right. So cat nap is not one. Uh, cat nap is not one. This can't be right. Dirt nap. <laughs> dirt nap is not one. <laughs> what the hell is a dirt? Is that it's when like you're dead. dead? Yeah, it's when you're dead. And uh, I wrote couch nap. Um, couch nap is also that wrong. can't be a real thing. Here are it's the more real four... than a coffee nap. Don't look at me like this. Okay, I'll explain what a coffee nap is. Uh, All right, here are the four kinds of naps. There's the mind nap, which I think cat nap which is close enough, but it's not what it's called. I've Five to ten minutes. That. I mean, I'm all for me getting this right, but how do you think those are close? Cat nap and mind nap? Cat nap and mind, because a cat nap is, I consider, a five to ten minute nap. It's just is another it? word for I it. I thought that was a power nap. Got a it. power nap's ten to thirty minutes. A long nap is 45 to 60. Wait, what is just called long nap? <laughs> and a full nap is 90 minutes. You probably should have got long nap. I should've definitely should have got power nap. Wait, what's nap. the last one? Full, full nap. nap. What's a full nap? 90 minutes. Really? Yes. That's According like to the standard nap that's a full nap? Is that because you do a full REM cycle? So what What do they call, like, a if you nap for two hours, what do you call? Just a piece of crap? Yeah, you're just sleeping, man. <laughs> you're just like, what a piece of crap? I, you just I, went just, to sleep if you sleep for two I've hours. I've gone past man. nap. Yeah. So here's what a coffee nap is. Try it. I don't drink coffee, but you can do this with any caffeine. Oh, <laughs> well, you're already so you out drink, there. Drink like the equivalent of a cup of coffee, uh-huh. and then you immediately take a nap. And then you'll wake up, and you'll feel the most amazing you've ever felt. People people who claim that caffeine has no impact on their sleep are lying, I think. Because uh, you know what really affects no, 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 me? You guys ever is, had a meth nap? It's really awesome. You smoke a bunch of meth, do. and you take a nap. You take a nap, and then the caffeine double wakes you up. So you wake up after yeah, you like get 25 to, minutes. you got to get to sleep in the but first you place. you chug it, and then you nap. I can't you do that. You have to like chug it and then you put your head on the pillow. Uh, but I can't do that. That sounds like a good way to crap yourself in your sleep, too. <laughs> <laughs> just 
coffee percolating in your stomach while you're sleeping. Maybe you should quit drinking coffee. <laughs> I don't. He drink doesn't coffee. drink coffee. Yeah, I do. Because I don't want to crap why? myself. Is yeah. it, do you have a my has power that nap. effect on you? Maybe that's your issue. Maybe. All right, meth nap. I think is one that they're uh, meth they're nap not recognized by pronappers.org. <laughs> All right, well that's endgame. I don't Bureaucrat. know. Who, I don't know who won. Did we tie? Um, no, who? it was yeah, it was a tie. Yeah. Who gets the tie? Because Meg got that last one. Yeah, we'll do a tiebreaker tomorrow. Uh, winner. I don't you're, have any more questions. Uh, you already won. You won yesterday. You're the defending champ. I give the win to Mego. All right. Uh, anyway, that's Mego end game. Wins. Each and every day at this time. 617-779-7937. Keith and Hart come your way at the top of the hour. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.